0: He Mitroviches. Um, <laughs> we all meet your beach every morning. <laughs> when we get ready. What does
1: that mean? <laughs> Alright,
2: welcome to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is... It's David Smith.
1: I'm Scott Scotty. That was too staccato. It was Brian Shusco.
2: Yeah, well, I'm like, Brian. Shusko. I try to mix it up. I try not to always be the
1: same. I guess that's right.
0: But maybe I need to do a better job of it. I mean, I just he headbanged too. Like it was one after another with the staccato. You seem to enjoy bing, it. Bing yeah. bong bing. Yep. Let's do it. Bing bong bing. Let's do, bong, bong, bing. <laughs> Let's do this. Hey, hey, David. Brian. Yeah. What's up? Hey, guys. Uh, so it's the end of the season. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's over. I can't believe it. Next week we're going to rank all the goalkeepers, 1 through 30. I'm just kidding. But maybe. Who knows? <laughs> that was my original idea. Uh, I'm going to put Carl Darlow pretty high on the list. I'm not mm-hmm. going to lie. He, he looks pretty good. There's a little Justin Bieber in him, by the way. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I digress. So, so I want to talk about our fantasy league. Yeah, as we should. Yeah. So I had, a, I had this revelation over the weekend while I was um, sitting in squalor. Uh, fantasy squaller that is. Yeah. Uh, last place was my finish. But I realized that, you know, ESPN, they've got two segments. They do a first half and a second half of the year in their Fantasy League. Yeah. And at the end of the first segment, we've already documented that you and I, Dave, were at the, in the top two. Yeah. Very close battle. You squeezed one out at the end <laughs> the of segment. the segment. The last week I stole the first segment. You did. But you and I, you know, we, we were top two. Mm-hmm. And then the table flipped. And... uh Brian finished in second. That's to right. season, And Brother Matt yeah. was the champion. Brother yeah. Matt equipped with his stats. Brother Matt is a champ.
2: And um, no doubt I will have to hear about it probably all summer long.
0: And into next season, Listen, no doubt.
2: I, for some reason, I can win the first segment of leagues. Hmm. I cannot win the second segment of leagues, which keeps me from winning the overall. Like last season... Like I won the first or two seasons ago. Forgive me. I won the the first leg, and brother Matt won the second leg, and then uh, another friend won the third. Won the overall, which is kind of crazy. But anyways, it's uh, hmm. it is interesting how that goes. And um, listen, I was great. I was I was pretty good in a good spot, and I made bad decisions in the double match week, and I got pretty much half the points that you guys got, and that kind of took me out of the running.
0: Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to think what manager. In real life. I would be. That you would be in fantasy. Oh man. Who who's the second half bust? Um, I don't know, a don't little know. Alan Pardew, maybe? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, maybe. Yeah, a little Alan Pardew. Yeah. yeah, Chico Flores. You had a, you had I hit That's a string okay. there. Yeah. <laughs> um I like Kik- Is Card. it Kik- Kiko? Kik- well, Kik- Kik- it's Kik- just Kik- a
1: yeah. I mean, you would have been yeah, yeah similar, yeah. I that, guess. A, a crystal
0: palace like plummet. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's a, that's a, mm, that's probably a good call. Yeah. I mean, I, I I can't say anything. I, you know, I was like, hey, the only one below you. Yeah,
1: congratulations, congratulations to Ma- to, Matt. to Matthew.
2: Well done, your first uh, championship, and uh, we will be sure to get you an FC. FSFC
1: T-shirt that says "I am Champ." I would just like to say that I, that I it would have been nice to know what I was doing the first for the half? first sure. ten weeks of the season. <laughs> yeah, because well, you- it wasn't that it was a, it was like I said it was the Raheem Sterling hat trick against Burnmouth that turned my season around. If they <laughs> that was. That was pretty good into the season until that, that
2: happened. That's when you captained him, right? You captained
1: him. Yes, that's him. exactly right. Oh, that
0: might have been his only meaningful game of this season.
1: It, I think it actually was. It
0: was good enough to get him into England for Euro 2016. Brian, yep. listen,
2: hey, congratulations to you. Second place Thanks. coming mm-hmm. out of. Out of fourth, and you you really put the heat on, brother Matt, coming down the stretch.
1: Especially the two previous two weeks. This week was bad for everyone yeah. across the board, yeah. unless you captained Olivier Giroud. It, it
0: was tough with the starts and non starts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And the lack of transfers. Yeah. Probably and and the lack of transfers. Yeah. 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 Does anyone, Brian? Do you have any United or Bournemouth players still to play?
1: No, I do not. Okay. I didn't have anybody on their team, but. I don't think I don't I wouldn't I sold Charlie Daniels. That was the only guy that I had late in the yeah. season. I mean, he would
0: add to get like thirty points for you today anyway.
1: Yeah, that's true. De Gea was uh was a consideration, probably like a lot of other people had yeah. with him, but
0: we should say that we are recording this on Tuesday morning as usual which means that there's still one match left in the season. Amazing. Uh, we did say it was in the season, but it's not love the quite fake, done yet. The fake oh. bombs. Can we, can we talk about that when that match comes? Sure, sure, of that? course. Oh, so good. Uh, and not good at the same time. But there is technically one match still to play. could be that some fantasy leagues are undecided going into yeah. the final match. Of the season. That would be interesting. So we will not be able to discuss that result, but we will discuss what, what what did happen instead on Saturday. Along with all of the other matches, the other nine that all took place at the same time on Championship Sunday, we'll discuss all the action, all the goals, all the cards, all that stuff that we usually do, including all the segments, like always. I can see Dave's notes, and there's already a dear arsenal written at the top. <laughs> hey, don't you cheat. Um oh, excited <laughs> about that. So let's get to it. I'm doing matches. <laughs> Chelsea won. Leicester won. The goals in this one started with a ses Fabres penalty kick. Danny Drinkwater equalized with a, a thunder volley later on. One-one mm-hmm. finish.
2: Drinkwater, one of the best names that the announcers like say during the goal, like Drinkwater. <laughs> I, I love, I love hearing his name. <laughs> Being said.
1: Yeah, that's true. Danny Drinkwater was good. Uh, Lester didn't get completely uh, out-possessed. They didn't get destroyed in time of possession this time. And that's why they probably drew. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They didn't give the
2: ball to Chelsea enough.
1: The closer to 60-40 it gets, the more (laughs) likely it was 1-0 Lester.
0: That clean that lack of a clean sheet, you never know could have could have made some uh, could have made the difference in some fantasy, some fantasy lineups. Uh, obviously, Wes Morgan, Christian Fuchs. If you played Danny Simpson, he's kind of been the one that we haven't talked a lot about uh, throughout the season. That's in that back four. Uh, obviously, Huth out with uh, his suspension still ongoing, but uh, yeah, no clean sheet made made a big difference. Once Sesk mm-hmm. put that PK.
2: In. I wish this game would have meant something. I wish there would have been something on the line. For this game, and uh, there was a f- couple games that mattered this weekend.
1: I wish this would have had some meaning. Chelsea fans, really nice, good reception for the for, Claudia, for yeah. the yeah. for the champs and Claudio, almost too nice. Well, what's your angle, Chelsea? Their,
2: their angle was Leicester beat all their rivals. Yeah, and that's the and they felt like, which was sort of annoying, because mm. Chelsea kind of felt like. They gave it to Leicester because they're at home and they're the ones that drew Tottenham. I mean, technically they did, so they kind of felt like they had a part of the championship, which is is a little annoying. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: that's how you interpret that, yeah. It's absolutely. not it's not game recognizing game. It's no. It's a little no, bit. There's there's, there's, Chelsea, a, there's a there's look, a smidge of evil in there.
2: No, the smidge of evil is we don't respect you. We gave you the title, therefore you welcome that's what that's what chelsea <laughs> wanted
0: to hear from lester Guaranteed. yeah i'm shaking my head because i think he's right
1: <laughs> no, me I, I mean I or Brian. Not you not yeah. you yeah. yeah yeah i hate
0: it but it's it's yeah that's true we have to take a moment to just hail Wes morgan there's two hails there's two yeah.
2: hails i like sure sure, sure. so we'll start with Wes hey, morgan captain morgan
0: yep absolutely yeah that's well, up to the guy played every minute Of Every Premier League game this season now. He wasn't the highest scoring defender in fantasy soccer this year But if you want to maximize your chances to score you you've got to play guys who are getting the minutes logged on the pitch And no one did it more than Wes Morgan. Yeah, Uh pretty amazing. He was fantastic Did he finish he didn't finish higher than Huth all year.
1: Was he higher than Fuchs? I Don't recall (laughs) We
0: could probably look that up. <laughs> well, I'm just hey, curious. I'm story, sure all three of those guys were way. I'm check sure. That thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get
1: the stack on it. I think but those three guys would have been in the top. Solidly top 20, I would assume, oh, for, sure. for all three First, of those yes. guys. Yeah, for sure. So there's you no could no not left. have picked wrong, especially the segment as the second segment. It yeah. would have been great yeah. having all those clean sheets. Yeah, for
0: mm-hmm. sure. Absolutely. And I assume your second hail. Why don't, why don't I not assume? Who's your second hail? No, life? my second hail. Uh, is someone who um, again I've never rooted
2: for uh, but I have the utmost respect and that's John Terry I think that was his la- you know this was uh, his last I don't know they're in they're He's in talks about they're in talks back I know now, yeah well it, I think he wants to come back. I think it's Chelsea that's trying
0: to figure out if they want him to come back for one more season. I read somewhere that Conte wants him to come back but in a quote different role and that's what's creating the thought. Uh, bench, bench guy. <laughs> Look, character leader. I have no idea I, what that if means. If I'm Terry, I'm either playing or I'm not.
2: I'm not sure. I'm coming back in that role. I don't know. I yeah. don't know how he. I feel like he's the guy that says, "I'm either. I'm either it or I'm not." We
1: yeah. have a new role for you, locker room
0: dad.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he provides the muffins. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure he he would do that role really well. But anyway, salute. Not that you listen, John Terry, but salute to you.
0: I'll begrudgingly join you in that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Chelsea only five wins at home this year.
0: That's crazy. Stanford versus, versus versus all those
1: wins against the bottom four teams, and Arsenal. Oh.
0: Yeah. Of course. Of course. They have their number. Uh, I remember that. That was the uh, that was, was that the uh, game, uh, game yeah. match. Yeah. Well, the it was there
1: the was the card, two then, red cards. The first one was the game was, was Kashani. Yeah. The first it one was Costa falling down when Koscielny, um breathed on his shoulder.
2: And then the second one, <laughs> uh, there was another red card um, El Neni. It, no, he was, I, I, it's escaping me. What's yeah. wrong. It doesn't Either matter. Way, but we bottom know, line is, we
1: it know Arsenal
0: can't beat Chelsea. You, su- you suppress the pain. Yeah, that's true. Now, now let's Chelsea. see, 10, 10 points back. So I guess if they'd beaten Chelsea, it still wouldn't have mattered in the league well, overall. It's, it's three. The way I look at it is this 10 points is for the most part three wins you
2: should have had yeah three draws that that maybe maybe a win that you lost in the last dying seconds the chip, the Arsenal Liverpool match I feel like they lose to, they draw to Liverpool every year yeah, because every Liverpool time. scores a last second goal or the, I feel like those are the ones you know that the the wins that you had going inside the last five six minutes of the game that turned into draws. I mean, those are the ones I think is where you capitalize. And that's where Leicester never conceded this season.
0: That's true. That's absolutely true.
1: Leicester finishes 13 wins, 7 draws, and 2 losses in their last 22 away matches. It's impressive. End the season with 39 points on the road. Should we discuss
0: um, Pedro's mask? Scott, you brought it up. Yeah, it's out there on social media. I I did post it. Um, Brian... If you haven't seen, <laughs> I wish Brian's picture. I think I did. It did. If you haven't seen, just think he was. <laughs> I think he was doing
1: a. I think he was doing a one man remembrance of of being a plague doctor. Is what it what it looked like a little bit.
0: If you haven't seen our Twitter or Facebook accounts, the picture is a. Oh my uh, It's gosh. just a profile shot of what we imagined Pedro's mask looked like. Was
1: there a, was there something in in and around Stamford Bridge that that was affected by by uh a uh, plague in the air bourbonic plague yeah, yeah a good question I don't know it's maybe London. maybe his yeah you. maybe his family had some sort of connection and he really wanted his mask to represent the the family roots what, there what
2: does feel a bit plaguish was Chelsea's incoming transfers well I Pedro like... Pedro comes in kind of heralded from Barcelona mm. did he do anything this year not much Falcao no. I mean good grief. He never even got on the Is pitch. he in MLS yet? I could go on and on.
0: I don't know. But he will be. He's, sure. he's not even old yet, though. He'll be in MLS now. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and then uh, we do have one more thing we need to discuss with this match, and that is Matt's stat of the day. And now it's time for
2: Brother Matt's stat of the day Jamie Barty player of the year after the season it concluded reported five injuries including groin surgery and a broken wrist he started every game with the exception of when he was
1: suspended it's impressive
0: yeah. Five injuries.
1: Who's the Iron Man now, West
0: Morgan? Yeah, but how many wow. of those were How many of those were self-inflicted? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's, good. That's a good, good point. I mean, let's be honest. At least the wrist one, I think was I've Vardy had a,
2: a season like no other when it comes to drawing, like he had the I think he had the most drawn penalty kicks. Um, mm-hmm. he he won the golden boot, I believe. Mm-hmm. He didn't. Harry Kane did. He did not.
0: Harry Kane did. Yeah, we'll get to um, that. Yep.
2: So, yeah, he listen, he had a year uh, that was unbelievable. Now, will he, will he end up
0: doing what last year's Player of the Year did next year? That would be interesting. Yeah. He's going to double it. This is fun. This will be a fun hypothetical, and then we'll move on. Is it more likely that Jamie Vardy pulls a Hazard or that he duplicates what he did this year? Which he Harry Kanes
2: or he I think it's somewhere in the Aiden middle. Hazards? Yeah. I, I don't think he Kanes and I don't think he Hazards. I think it's somewhere in the middle. I love how we created verbs there.
0: That yeah. was excellent. Well done. Well, no, Brian. I followed Brian's lead. He um. Mitroviches. <laughs> <laughs> we all Mitrovich every morning. <laughs> Let me get ready.
2: What does that mean? <laughs> <Get> on, <laughs> the, on to the next match.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Newcastle. Five? Tottenham one. What? This match will never make sense in my head. Ever, it will never ever make sense, Brian. No, you're right. Take me through
1: this match. I didn't watch it, so <laughs> I I wish I, I. Well, I don't know.
0: I don't. I don't know that I. Think that especially now, I don't know that mattered. I wish I would have. This the, the stadium. The, the announcers kept discussing how the stadium was filled with fans who were energized and were just injecting hope and and excitement throughout the match. They These were, the, were fans. the anti-Villa fans. Maybe so. These are fans. <laughs> Whose club has been relegated to the championship next year? But they were so
1: enthusiastic. Like they, it like was all it was re- all for
0: Rafa. It, exactly right. They, Is that what you think it was? Yes, I think I think fans. Him to stay. They were all so there to they beg say, him. No, what, we're coming in positive support, and we want him to know that yep. we're behind him. That's next exactly year. it. That's exactly it. The players responded to it. And now Rafa is considering staying. He had a positive meeting on Sunday with the owner, and uh, he's thinking about sticking it out in the championship next year. That's pretty interesting. I'm gonna keep an eye on that table a little bit more closely than I did this year. If that's the case, I expect them to be at the top. I, I
2: mean, they especially if they keep most of the some you know, most slash some of these players. I would say, it depends
0: on who they're able to keep. Winoldam is probably not gonna be one of them. Um, But will that matter? I mean, there were large chunks of the season when he did nothing. Newcastle scored five goals, and Laurie still had five saves. Yeah, it it, (laughs) it was impressive. Uh, Speaking of Wijnaldum, he put two in. Uh, Mitrovic scored one before his red card, sending him off. Uh, Rolando Ahrens and Daryl Janmaat scored the others. Eric Lamella getting the consolation goal for Spurs. Spurs gonna spur. Yeah, this was... (laughs) We thought they had found the spursiest way to lose the title. They found the spursiest way to lose second. Tottenham couldn't have been more spursy. It, it, <laughs> he's, there, a, it, he's enjoying this
1: one. It really is. It, there's nothing about this that looks like, even afterwards, it's mm-hmm. one of those, it's just a statistical anomaly game where you look at it and say, yeah, this is just like the rest of the season. Tottenham should looks like they should have destroyed. They should have been the destroyers, and yet they were the destroyed.
0: Yeah. Newcastle, I mean, if you look at how Norwich played uh, this past Sunday, if you look at how Villa has played for all of the season, uh, <laughs> Newcastle was the opposite of what a relegated team looks like. They put five in on third place at that time, second place Spurs, on who, the last who, day of the season.
1: Who had, who had, at the very least, shame to play for.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: I mean, this it, listen. If they if they miscalculated and thought this game didn't matter and they wouldn't have to hear about losing this game the rest of the summer
0: through next year, they're sorely mistaken. Oh yeah, every Arsenal fan is overjoyed. We'll talk about that in the Arsenal uh, game. I have a, I have a really interesting. Listen, I have an opinion. The, on when this. the Spurs
2: drew, when Chelsea drew them, this podcast said, at least I did. You did. Yep. They're you not gonna me. be the same the next two games. You absolutely could and that. they lost the next two games. They did. And they never recovered. And I never no one ever expected this. But good grief, Brian. You pointed out they scored three goals after Mitrovic's red card.
1: With ten men. With yeah. ten men they scored how, three goals. Yeah, that and and it looked like it was it.
0: Probably could have just kept going on indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Had the game extended out further, you pointed so, out, Larice, A couple of those saves were really nice. I mean, this easily could have been seven or eight to one. Yeah. <laughs> Lack of leadership from Pochettino. Maybe so.
1: That's it's my question. The, that was my. That's what I want to know. I think that's what whole, everyone wants to the know. Question? The question is: Is this? Is it what they need, or is this is this uh, going to carry over? How, how does it end up affecting them going into the summer? And then, because I know it seems like the, the, I've seen mostly people saying something to the effect of, oh, they'll learn from this. They're definitely going to come back from this. I just feel like it was such a, such a, a monumental collapse in a, in a time when they had, when it was right there, like they were, they were close Starting with the West Brom draw, Mm -hmm. like where that was like a moment, and from that point on, it just was like a slow tumble that turned into
0: a we died in the the bottom of a well. (laughs) Well, Dave, I know you and I have opposite answers to this poll question. We we think opposite I think
2: it's – go. you want to go – I'll go first. Yeah, feel free. I think it's bad for Spurs. I think that they, you know, after it's all kind of sinking in, The Spurs fans already have this inclination that bad things are going to happen to us because they Mm -hmm. always do. It's built into And you know what happened? It happened again. And when these things continue to happen, even though this is sort of a newer batch of players, they already know what the fans are feeling, and then all of a sudden it happened again, and they realize that they were a part of it. I'm just telling you, listen, it might not make a difference, but it might be something that come down to the end of next season when they're in the same place because they're a good team, And I'm just wondering how all of a sudden, you know, a call goes against you or this or that. And they're going to start realizing maybe this is just our fate. Like this is like bad things happen to us. And this is just what happens. I think it's bad for them, especially in North London, where their neighbors finished higher than them in the table for the 21st straight season and consecutive season. And they're going to have to hear about it all summer long and all through next year.
0: I don't know. I think it goes away pretty quickly especially with the Euros coming up in less than a month. Uh, I don't think too many of these players stick around in North London during the summer. And uh, and I just I think the loss of the title was a bigger deal to them than losing out on second to Arsenal. No,
2: no, there's no doubt that, that I would mm-hmm. that's undoubtable I think that the loss the loss of the title was devastating. But and to keep over Kohl's on
0: your head. <laughs> finishing third it's built into the culture it's built into the Spurs culture and I think the thing about this team is and this is what keeps them from reaching their potential is that their highs are as high as any other club in the league but their lows are really low they they have the ability to find new depths every season when they should their floor should be Scott, higher than it is. They scored more goals than their club
2: has ever in history. They allowed the fewest goals that their club has ever allowed in mm. the history of their mm. club. And you know what it got them? Third that's place. What, that's uh, why I was gonna
0: say statistically they could not have been better. But what that than they means, were this year. What that means is generally speaking, those statistics say that they won by a lot. But when they lost, they also lost by a lot. Yeah. Because you cannot give up that many goals and concede the points that that would require to fall to third like that without losing big, yeah. in some, like we saw in this particular match. Yeah. No, so, I agree. All right. Uh, I did write a limerick, and it has to do with this match here. Can, can I read it? Is that okay? I love your limericks. Let's hear it. It's in honor of a certain award winner from this past weekend. Okay. It's probably a big deal deep down at his root, despite his sad sack face not looking <laughs> so cute. He scored 25 with his jukes and his jive. All hail Harry Kane, winner of the Golden Boot. Oh, there you
1: go, Dave. Wow. There's your answer. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well, hey, that
2: uh, that was well done, Now Scott. you Thank can you. stop
1: believing you? that. That Jamie Vardy won the Golden Boot.
0: <laughs> the Limerick proves it. Uh, he did come out yesterday and say that he would have rather finished higher than Arsenal than win the Golden Boot. But hey, it's a big deal, and he should he should enjoy it. Twenty five goals. That suit. is a big deal, Harry Kane. Didn't you, he? Uh, you were a fine did, player. Yeah, I was gonna say. What did uh, he, this does a lot for him, right?
1: Well, I mean, the this is, is a, a, that's that why I mean
0: not even get probably to ten and have a down year. Expe- if, yeah, people thought he was wonder. a fluke after yeah. last year.
2: And, and he proves is. he is not a fluke, as right. he will probably no doubt be leading the line
0: of England in the Euros. I I would hope so. I would I would hope so. And as long as he doesn't don't get you? hurt during the summer, I, I think he's a strong player to I start like, next year. I feel like yeah. he he and Vardy up top. He is he, he is, he's a hold up player and Vardy's the in behind guy. Mm. That seems like a dangerous pairing. They seem like two guys that might play the same position though. I think Vardy comes off the bench to replace him. I don't know. If it's me, I'm starting them both. I'm playing a 442. Nah, I think I, I think you're going to see I think you're going to see uh Potentially uh, Rashford up there with him.
1: I would be really surprised to see that. Maybe. I think that they should. Uh, they would compliment each other up front. I think that oddsmakers should make Tottenham four thousand nine hundred and ninety-nine to one <laughs> odds next to year. win the league next year.
2: So you like that? You like them? You like their chances next year?
1: No, I don't. You just odds on. I just think it would like. I think it would be like. It would be such a. It would be such a good insult Attempting to, to make them one one under the five thousand like, to hey, one Lester odds. Make them a real, real long shot just to kind of let everybody know
0: bulletin board material yeah. Yeah. provided by the bookies. All right, to the next match: Arsenal four, Aston Villa nil. It was one nil for a very long time. Let's go, you gunners <laughs> That's true. Giroud with the hat trick, Mark Bunn with the own goal. The Meanies in the front office took it away from Come on, him. that wasn't a Mark Bunn own goal. When I knocked Mark Buns said Buns scored the goal. <laughs> oh, I mean come on. Uh, taking it away from Mikel Arteta and what would have been a, a magical moment. It what no 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 not what might have been. It was
2: a magical All moment, right. Scott. You All bite right. your tongue. All right. For Even those of us watching her you weren't watching. I sure wasn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was a magical moment. Okay, good. Good. As I enjoyed. Good. And never expected no
0: one ever expected no. that. And now he's going into retirement so he can join the uh, managerial ranks. Yeah, I think yeah. he is moving in that direction. Clean sheet for Arsenal, one of only two clubs on this day to earn a clean sheet. So any of those Arsenal defenders you played benefited it for you in your lineup. Here's a here's a Dave stat of the day. Okay. Ooh, is this a thing? No, I yeah, just, uh, just came you, up with I it. I think you just, should, it should just, be Dave
1: stat of the day, and it should be a, just a round of cannon fire <laughs> as soon as <laughs> if you I say it. I could do
2: that, I would. Yeah. Peter check, mm-hmm. right now, assuming yeah. De Gea doesn't. Keep a clean sheet today. Yeah. Has more clean sheets than anyone this season. I was surprised to learn that this past week.
0: I don't have a Limerick about that award. No. What's that called? Is that called the Golden Glove? The Golden, yeah, I think it is the Golden Gloves, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Sticky yeah. Mitt. <laughs> it should, I like He's that the better. winner
1: of the Sticky the, Mitt. The Sticky Mitt. That sticky just makes mitt. me think about Home
0: Alone. <laughs> I do have my own Dave stat of the day, though. Okay, all right, not to trump on your. Stat. No, 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 no. I just, can't. I mean, I would just wanted to throw something out there. So, as uh, folks know who listen to this show regularly, we are uh, we are um, often users of Slack. We we like Slack. Yeah, Slack. Please endorse us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we use it. We like it. It's a thing that we we discuss the matches while they're going on, uh, in and um, and I. I added up all of the exclamation points that Dave used in reference to both the Tottenham <laughs> match and the Arsenal match. Uh, you know what that final number was with those two matches combined? How many how many exclamation points he used? It probably wasn't Eight enough. times 10. 80. 82 exclamation points. Was it really points. that many? It was 82. I was 18 two. short
2: of 100. If I knew that, I would have got it to 100. Almost one per minute of, of I soccer. Was, listen. I was a happy person on Saturday. As, as the season has gone on, and there hasn't been much to root for, there has, as things continue to fade away, uh, it was it was it was a good day. It was a good day for me and my rooting interests.
0: It was clear that this meant finishing second. That is meant so much to those fans, the way they started cheering uh, when the news of Newcastle's goals no, was coming through. You should have heard so as I'm watching
2: the game before I can get an updated score from the Newcastle Tottenham game. Arsenal's throwing the ball in, and the crowd roars. <laughs>
1: Throw in, yay! And the announcers
2: are like, you can tell it goes silent, and they're kind of looking at each other, and they instantly check their updates or whatever. And sure enough, on the on the scoreboard at, in Emirates was the the goals. They're announcing the goals when it was one nothing, two nothing, Newcastle over Tottenham. Mm-hmm. So not only was, was the Emirates cheering for every Arsenal goal, which was four, um, but they were really cheering the
0: Newcastle goals as well. At what point does an Arsenal fan do you say, yeah, I'm excited, we got second? Second. Like, when does that settle in? Like well, We're cheering for second. Listen, there's been multiple disappointments
2: this year. <laughs> so you just look for some sort of silver lining. No you trophies, find something to no play for. There's no trophies. No. F- yeah, you didn't even make a and final. And you know what? Second was higher in the table than we finished last year. Okay. And if it wasn't for the aberration of a magical miracle season from Leicester City, you know, you know we, we were better than all our other rivals.
1: All the anti-Wenger and pro-Wenger fans, they put their protest signs down, they join hands.
2: They, that's true. They that's circle
1: true. around the stadium. You didn't and, see and any,
2: any protest
1: signs in the stadium. Sing, we are the world together, and everybody feels really good. They all drink Coke. Yeah, the everybody grabs a, a coke happier. and everyone's happy because now we're all in, we're all in second.
0: <laughs> See, that's how from the outside, Dave. I've got to go. To this, that's how. That's that's. I it's get like. it. I that's
2: totally like. get it. I'm just saying. Listen, you, as a Liverpool fan, you've been kind of torn this year. But if they get yeah. a win in the Europa League final oh, later it's this be a week. Great year. It yeah. will be magical, yeah. right? So yeah, it's be great. Like you're finding something to play yeah. for now. Yeah. What you guys are playing for is a lot. It is a lot. It is. A, I'll take a trophy. A birth to the day. Champions League and, birth into and the Champions League. and trophy. is League. excellent. Right. Yeah.
0: So, but, but I'm with you. I, you, you find know, the I'd rather silver second and eighth in the table. Sure. Yeah. No doubt about it. Yeah. No doubt about it. Um, so
2: this does lead me into an Arsenal moment.
0: Which please ha- please
2: of-
1: please have your Arsenal moment, Dave. All right, here we go. Do you mind if I you mind if I run to the toilet? Sorry, Brian, you got to suffer through this. (laughs) Okay.
2: Your arsenal. It's happened again. It's happened again. Tottenham Hotspur. It's happened again. (laughs) Spurs are going to spur. Wow. Out of five goals, out of the five goals that Arsenal had this season, on the last day of the season we completed one of those goals. Something. <laughs> something we achieved. Something from this second place season. Second place. Should should we be happy with that? Not really. We had the pieces in place to do better. But in the end we were better than United. We were better than City. We were better than Chelsea. We were better than Liverpool. And yes we were better than the Tottenham Hotspur. It took an unprecedented historic season for Leicester to win the league. Could we have won the league? Maybe. Or was it written before the season that this would be the Foxes trophy? We beat Leicester the two opportunities we had. Maybe we should have shared our secret with the rest of the league. Maybe next year we win the title? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that started out as like a Will Ferrell SNL <laughs> skit. A little bit. Yeah, I love it. Nicely done, Dave. Nicely done. Oh, well, everyone can we laugh were, at how dumb that was. but I, I, I I'm Listen, not, No, no laughter here. I,
2: uh, me and Wojciech Chesney. Whoa, Wo, uh, that's, that's one we for you next check, year. Check. Wojciech Chesney. I don't even know if I'm saying that. Wo, Wojciech we need Brian on this. Chesney. He got in on it, even from uh, his Roma team on loan. So, yeah.
1: What I want to know is I would like to I would like to see Arsenal fan like the the reactions after they beat Leicester the second time on the the, the magic game.
2: Oh, the well back header.
1: Yes. From that 3-2 victory and the the optimism and the and the happiness at that point.
2: Did there was some Oh, I know. It was, draw- I mean, there was
1: some brutal draws. I know. That's what I mean. There. For, that was like, we have this. This is ours. And I feel like if it wasn't for Tottenham <laughs> collapsing it's to true. help equal out the fall from there.
2: I no, You're right. You're right. But you know what happened, Brian? I know. It happened.
1: I just listened to you. I know exactly <laughs> what happened.
0: In second place, I mean, I think... There are eighteen clubs who would take that place in the in the table, so yeah, that is what it is. Hey, congratulations! Nice job. Second place has never felt so not Spursy. <laughs> so long, Aston Villa again. Ah, <laughs> oh, who cares? They're done. I mean, we'll see who's who who stays in the Premier League. Uh, Gets sold to other people. Did you ever figure
1: out what they were doing with Jolie and Lescott and the shoe thing? No. so
2: Lescott get real quick, yeah, good point. I mean, not to
1: drag this on. Lescott
2: gets subbed out of the game. Yeah, we probably were already, people were probably like, geez, can you get off this game? Um, Lescott gets subbed off in like the 70th minute, and all the the visiting villa fans, half of them, are holding up their left shoe. I have no idea what that means. No idea what that means. But it was interesting. Next time, I guess, at the end of the season, one of your, one of your stalwarts gets subbed off. Hold up, hold up your shoes. Are they, they giving
0: him the boot? Are they saying he is leaving big shoes to fill? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe not saying not a popular he's got guy. Yeah, that's what I mean. I can't. I can't imagine guy. it was anything good. Yeah, I agree. Well, we'll have to keep researching this one. That's one for the summer shows. There we go. Swansea won. Manchester City won. A draw was really all that City probably needed. With this draw, United will have to beat Bournemouth 19 to 0 in order to <laughs> make the Champions League. <laughs> uh, the goal is from Andre Ayew and uh, Ayu's some goal. Guy. Holy
1: cow. Yeah. Nice free kick, buddy. That yeah.
2: was an amazing free Capping kick.
1: Capping off an amazing end of season for Andre Ayu. I, A.U. He scored as
2: many goals. Andre Iu and Olivier Giroud finished the season strong. Yeah, yeah he did. He really, was both really guys good. disappearing in the middle exactly. of the season. Congrats like, yeah.
1: if you picked up either of them, especially after the disappointment streak that both of them had.
2: Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Um, it was really impressive. Another guy that, that we like, uh, and I'm not sure if I'm saying this right, but he had the first city goal in the fifth minute. Kalichi. Mm-hmm. wait! No, what are you
0: doing? I don't I, I know. don't know. Yeah, we, we don't know how to say this, so we probably shouldn't try. We should probably get an expert in here <laughs> to say. Do we scores. have one of those? We do. Our an expert on name pronunciations. <laughs> of course there is. You know what it's called? It's called how to say with Brian
1: J. Yeah, how to say. Is there? What kind of music? <laughs> is there going to be music with this?
2: As always, Brian. There's music that you probably won't have control over. Do you have any suggestions
1: today? I always have a suggestion. Okay, I would like to hear. It. Um today's suggestion for music is uh uh probably something peaceful. Okay. Is that uh, Josh Groban or something? Oh, okay. Can you do that? Maybe. Maybe we'll see. I don't have any particular song. I just want something I just want something really okay. I would just want something really croony. <laughs> um Today's uh, how to say, it might seem like it would hurt, <laughs> but I have to say that on a happiness scale from one to ten, one being Vichai a Prabha, <laughs> ten being Jack Kolbach, I'm a solid five of happiness about saying this one, so <laughs> okay. in both of your faces. Uh,
2: okay, in my face. Right.
1: Today's player is from, uh, hails from Nigeria. Uh, He's actually not the first player from his country to play internationally to have this exact same name. No, almost the exact same name. Really? Yes. What do you think about that? Interesting. That's amazing. As you guys probably know, the official language of Nigeria is English. Thank you kindly, British colonialism. (laughs) But that fact is actually of little to no help in pronouncing this player's name. I just wanted to give you a nice fact. Nice. I like this. His first name is Kelechi, oh. the name means thank God, which is fitting because I said that after I found out I was saying his name. Oh, it's <laughs> Kalechi. <laughs> yes, thank God. <laughs> oh, Kelechi. Uh, Kelechi's middle name is Promise. Really? Uh, yes, he's named, uh, you think it might be it significant? It does Promise, but it's actually just Promise? Oh no, the name promise? is Promise. Uh, he's named for the butter substitute. You think it's something spiritual with a name like Kelechi that means thank God, but nope, just a uh, buttery spread. <laughs> Actually, that's false. It probably is something important, but I do recommend promise spread. His last name, here's the challenge. Similar to what we saw last week with Son Hung Min. Yes, you're right. If you look at Manchester City... There's a member of Manchester City TV, this uh, there's their uh, their their channel that pronounced his name with a long I in an interview with him. Hmm. nacho But in a story on him in the Manchester Evening News, he himself said that his last name is pronounced Ian Acho. Ian Acho. Like Ian. Ian I like I, Ian like, like I. A. N. nacho which is the pronunciation you usually hear in uh, game broadcasts. Yeah. So, there is no in-depth analysis <laughs> <laughs> of why there are 14 vowels out of 16 letters in Kaleci Ianacho's name. <laughs> but your Manchester City striker in today's How to Say is Kalechi Ianacho.
0: Ianacho. Ianacho. Listen, you gave us another uh, company, <clears> though, <throat> that we can solicit for sponsorship
2: yeah promise promise spread oh promise yeah spread. It's
1: really good um via PremierLeague.com, awesome stat on Kalechi Ianacho okay twenty six games played hmm. took twenty eight shots okay twelve shots on target eight goals
0: wow yeah nothing
1: wasteful about his performance this year playing him with Aguero seems dangerous mm-hmm. to me it would be the kind of thing that the way he's performed i don't know how you wouldn't feel great about him if it wasn't for city just deciding to not care
0: it through all depends periods, on Pep, right
1: yes it all depends it seems on like it and he, what he's
0: going to do with this roster
1: and kelechi himself is saying he's not particularly happy about pellegrini leaving he he seems to have been. Pellegrini
2: gave him the chance. Yes,
1: and he seems to have been personally impacted by Pellegrini. Pellegrini said that all oh, the players love Pellegrini, so he for him it's a you know, it's probably sad, It's probably more of a sad. Like yeah, it seems like a, I understand how this business works and that p- things can happen all the time with players and managers or whatever. But my prediction will be he will.
2: Uh, if he stays, he'll become a th- – if injuries happen and they were a cup starter. But Pep's history, uh, you know, he's starting Lewin- uh, Lewandowski. He's starting um, Mario Gomez. I mean, uh, I, and obviously when he was at Barcelona, he was starting big names. I'm just saying Pep's a, a big-name guy I and mean, the city's got money. I I, I think he, Ian Acho. Might uh, might be in trouble for some playing time, in if my no, opinion. Yeah. Which or is a shame because he's a beast of a player. In fact, another yeah. team, uh, another mid-table team like an Everton or someone else, or or you know a Stoke or even maybe a West Ham, that someone who who picks him up or a Southampton,
0: uh, that'd be a great a great buy for any of those teams. Hmm. Uh, unless you're a Pep fan, Pep Guardiola fan. Uh, this will uh, this will leave you uh, in an interesting place. Pellegrini leaves Manchester City with a league title to his name, the best win percentage of any Premier League manager, barring Sir Alex Ferguson and Jose Mourinho, and is the only City boss to have never finished below United. He is getting the raw end of a deal. Absolutely, he and, is. And
2: he, I feel like the club did him a a, a dishonor in announcing Guardiola halfway through the season because
0: his team yep. was was. Was not the same after that announcement. No, they weren't. Mm. It clearly affected them, and and why wouldn't it? Uh, you know, honestly, it'll be interesting to see cities, cities' purchases, and with Pep at the helm next year might make them a club that we have to end up talking a little bit more about on our podcast than we did this year. Uh, but Pellegrini did throw under the deal, and I hope he gets a, a good job somewhere else for next year. <laughs> Manchester United, Bournemouth. There's no score here. Why? Because someone left a training device left out after a, a like some sort of security training. Unbelievable. And it created a bomb scare that abandoned the match.
2: I'm watching the games and all of a sudden I see on Slack Brian says,
1: What's going on with United or something? Like last week they they're go, getting they, they go th- from getting their, their tour bus getting smashed by by angry West Ham fans that can't get into the can't get into the last match. And then this time
2: all of a sudden, there's bomb threats at the stadium, even though there really wasn't one.
1: It was just a
0: training, a training bomb ish of a thing. A bomb, yeah, explosive like device for that was training. left
2: there from the day before <laughs> when there was some training going on. How does no one pick up on this? Was it, in sounds- a,
1: was it in a toilet? Yes, that's what I saw. It was found in the toilet. It, it turned into there was an there was a Someone fake bomb, a bomb in Sir Alex Ferguson's box. <laughs> It was an assassination attempt. A
2: new, a new meaning to you know, dropping bomb. Like I need to go drop a bomb I guess. in the toilet. You know, is that is does
1: the expression carry over <laughs> to England? It's going to now. It I guess now. It should
0: now. So this match will be replayed on Tuesday today, today, as of the day we're recording. By the time you hear this, it will have already been played. Nothing will matter in this game, with the exception though. That's the thing of if United wins nineteen to nothing. Not that not that uh, playing a match is more important than people's security, but not having this match played when it did. Already took what was feeling like a little bit of a downer championship Sunday, and it made it worse yeah. because at that point, then the, there was this, no magic between the City result and the United result, the Southampton result and West Ham. They're still up in the air a little bit on where they're going to finish. Yeah. It just kind of left things undone, and it was it was very unfortunate. It took some, it took what little drama there was left, yeah. and it reduced no. it even more. My
1: prediction is that the final score is going to be minus one to minus one.
0: I, I predicted. <laughs> That this would be the highest scoring match of the day, before I realized it was going to be abandoned, mm. uh, and to do that it's going to require more than five goals, and I or I guess six. There were six in the Newcastle Tottenham match. I, I still think that could like if it had happened on Sunday that could have happened. Now I'm wondering if nil nil is not the right result. Yeah. Uh, but I think if they played this on Sunday, I think this has three two four three 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 all, written it, it could, all over it it, it. it could have been an exciting game, but not to be. No. Southampton four, Crystal Palace one. The Saints did their best to play an exciting game. They put four in past uh, Wayne Hennessey's replacement, no better. Uh, his name is now escaping me. No, Sparoni. Speroni thank you. Now he
2: was a starter of the in the beginning of the year, yeah. and he got hurt. This is his first game back since the beginning of the year. A successful
0: it, interview and to work know, at Wayne Hennessey's woodwork.
2: You know what he did. <laughs> He had one save and allowed four goals. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't time for his
0: debut, yeah, Brian. But no, you know what? Those were nice goals. Southampton owned yeah, the first goal was not, the Monet's goal was not. Yeah, okay, Mane's right, goal was give that one. dumb. Was, give that's that a goalkeeper. That was just nasty. he can't punch it out far enough, and Mane. he doesn't even need.
2: He's got. Dan and Delaney right there to head it out. Well, that was like Shane Long's going to out tall them and that's what it seemed like.
0: Was the
1: defender trying to shield goalkeeper?
2: And Speroni comes busting through his own defender to try to punch it, and then like half punches it, and Mane
0: kicks it in the net. Yeah, that's nice. So Mane did score again. He had a great end of the year. Uh, Graziano Pella. Of course. His. Why not bench, Why not him? <laughs> off the bench puts one in. Uh, those are two guys I'd be surprised if they're with Southampton next year. I really would be. Really? I don't think we're talking about them next year. No. But I think they both get sold. Pella and, and Mane? I do, and I think both of them raise their selling prices for their club. Yeah. Uh, the other two goals, Ryan Bertrand on a PK. Steven Davis finishing the job. The goal for Palace Jason Punchin, Steven
2: Davis, three goals in the last two games.
0: Did anyone put him in just because of his brace last week?
2: I
1: doubt it.
0: No. Not, no, not, no, not anyone no. in
2: this podcast. No. no.
0: And if you, I guess it's
1: possible you could, if you listen to Scott, you bought Sadio Mane four weeks ago, three weeks ago. Would two Would have been a great deal. Ago? Would have been a great bit of business. I think that plenty of people would have picked up Shane Long. So congrats for anybody that had him yeah. and got to watch Pella's
0: fine hair put a, <laughs> put a goal in that absolutely yeah Shane Long did. he played he started but he did not score in this one uh, this one put a uh, guarantee Southampton will be in the Europa League they are 5th as it stands they could end up 6th depending on United's result today so either 5th or 6th as of the time you're listening to this great season their best season way, ever Southampton for the last two years have been selling off their best players and you know what they keep doing every year in- breaking records. Yeah. records yeah.
2: their club keeps finishing higher so maybe they should sell off Pella and Monique,
0: and I think possibly so. guaranteeing them a top four finish. I mean, it year. was <laughs> just two weeks ago that Pella was a locker room issue, right? He,
2: yeah. He a, he well, was he wasn't
0: a, giving effort in training. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I think that I think they're gone, and, and they're not going to suffer. They're not going to suffer up front. You still have Shane Long. You still have. Um, Charlie Austin, who didn't play at all, but we know he's capable of scoring in Premier League. Like, I don't know why but, he didn't look, play. Th-
2: we weren't talking about Mane and Pella last year. And it's like in the year before that, when they were selling Walana and Lambert, or maybe that was two years ago, I don't remember. But bottom line is whoever they're selling off the year before, we're not talking about. It's only mm-hmm. like they have a good year, they sell them off – they just they they just replace them. They're, they're like gonna, the Oakland yeah. Athletics. It's like they just replace them yeah. with, uh, with right. their farm system. Yeah. And yeah,
0: they'll either pull someone up from the academy or they'll buy some Dutch guy that we haven't heard of yet. Yeah. And, and they're really good. He'll score 15. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt about it. I will say this, though. They're going to have to replenish because they're in the Europa League next year. Uh, so they're going to have to buy. They're going so to have to reinforce be their roster, yep. and uh, and it's going to make me second guess how much uh, I play a Saints player in that first segment of the year next year, when they'll be taking part in the Europa Group stage.
1: Does Cummins stay? Koeman? Yeah, I don't. That's a
0: really good. I question. don't know why I mean. he goes to Everton. He says I, he has one. He has one year it remaining on his contract. He's thrown the gauntlet down and said, "You're going to have to show some ambition. You're going to have to spend some money. It can't just be talk anymore." And so I think there's some frustration there, if I can read into that. It seems like there is, and that might be enough for him to leave, especially the only reason I could see him going to Everton, which would be a backwards move at this point in the table. But the only reason I could see him doing it is because Everton's been in the Southampton position They have a new owner before, willing to spend money. And they've got money. an owner willing to spend and
2: money. Southampton has shown that they haven't been a money spender. They've been a seller. No, yeah, Co- they are the and, Oakland and Kuman kno- yes, yeah, yeah. And knows this. Yep. So he's like, look, if you're going to continue this like I'm out. I can't max out. He probably knows. He maxed. He got the max out of his current roster. Yeah. And and to try to do that again, he probably knows is not is not actually going to be able to
1: happen. They so They did sign Virgil van Dyke to a 6-year contract. Th- that's a good sign, yeah. which is a good sign.
2: Yeah. No, no, that's true. So and maybe that's a sign, you know, that that things might be changing. So
1: yeah. they certainly have the pieces.
0: Stoke two, West Ham, one. The game for Brian's heart. I just want to say that
1: I, out of all the matches to watch, this is the one that I watched. I feel like you guys owe me something. (laughs) Wait a minute. These are
2: your two teams. Why do we owe you anything?
1: No, I mean, I I feel like it was just, especially after they said that Pyatt was out, yeah. Like this was just stupid. This was just a dumb match. Stoke deserved nothing in this. They did not deserve a
0: draw. And they get a win. Hey. Kind of story of West Ham season though, right? Our guy. Yeah. Jacob Howgo? He Howl-go. did not
1: play. What was it? It was Shea Given. <laughs> Shay given had a Shay given had some really nice saves. He did. He, he, he had really some did some nice saves. He, I'm not disappointed
0: I am at this current moment. I'm just glad you found a way to get how go into the podcast. Well, I miss I, I miss
1: poor Jakob. Jakob. It Jacob, doesn't buddy. matter anyway cuz Jack Butlin.
0: Jack Butlin will be back. Uh you know it's, uh, so the goals uh Gianelli and Beulah scored and this was uh, nice. Antonio Antonio And Bula deserved Ham. it. He was good. That was a
1: nice. Ambiola, and, and, and mostly Arnautovic were good for them, no matter Stoke. what. Every single game, no matter what. Arnautovic had some had some mental let downs here and there, but
2: I think Stoke will be a team like a Leicester of sorts next year to make a run for Europe for 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 Euro, for European place.
0: Uh, yeah, it was interesting you say that because I was just about to say I'm going to really wrestle with a lot of these. Decent Stoke players, just because I don't know that they are ever going to be consistent.
1: They are really consistent, consistently ninth. <laughs> <laughs> Opta. So Opta stats. What you're saying, Brian, they is said that they've f- finished ninth the last three seasons.
2: They they changed up how they played, and they changed up. They went from bad Stoke to good Stoke, and they they changed up how they spend money. And you're telling me that it got them the same spot in the table,
1: right? Yes. Pretty much.
2: But I would rather see the good Stoke team.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. Again, good pieces. Yeah. But the question is, do you how do you put it hey, together they're, to, they're, to, to improve? They're building something. They're building something. Do you believe in Mark Hughes?
2: I don't know. No, probably not. But they could do worse. They could do worse. I mean what listen, you're Stoke, attracting you're Stoke players. City. Yeah, exactly. What, uh, you're not a you're destination. Gonna, Mark Hughes is probably as best as you're ever going to get, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or that that type of a coach. I mean, you're that's not right. going to well, listen. Newcastle's going to be hitting the lottery if they can hold on to Benitez, right? And they know this. Yeah, that's why they're rolling out the red carpet. Right, but Stoke, Stokes Mark Hughes is going to be the best Stoke City's going to get.
0: It's a shame that Demetri Payet was out for this match. He was yes. probably the he was the one guy that we never wavered on playing week in and week out throughout the year. Once it it was obvious, and really it was obvious from the first match of the season that he was on another level. Yeah. Uh, then you know, you started putting him in your lineup, and you kept him there all year long. Yeah. And that and and so it's a shame that uh, he wasn't able to be kept in that lineup for the final week. He deserved something better at the end of the year. Yeah, I agree. He had a part in eleven. Of the 12 goals, the last 12 goals, in the
1: 11 goals in the last 12 games yeah. that he played. Three goals, eight assists. He
2: makes them work. There's mm-hmm. no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And
1: that when he's not on the field, which wasn't much, they're a different team. Hammers <laughs> outshot Stoke 20-7. to seven. I know. <laughs> Felt a lot like the uh, Manchester United victory last Tuesday, except yeah. that this time three goals didn't go in. <laughs> Seven hey, goals almost went in. The,
2: the, the difference from last Wednesday to Saturday for West Ham in, in the jubilation of the United game, and it's a shame we probably didn't talk about that more, but we got lost because of when we do our podcast, but the emotion from that game to this game at Stoke, it just seems like Billich, they, they just looked devastated. Yeah. I mean it the contrast was amazing to me. The juof was on fire. Jufe the jufe was on fire after West Ham's hole.
1: tin jufe. <laughs> Rusty. That's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. I,
0: and yet I feel like I can't follow that up with what I wanted to say. Which is what uh here's where I want to insert my Cameron Jerome Wasteful Player of the Week award. Sure. Partly because he had two opportunities that should have been put into the net. But mostly because those two missed opportunities could result in not playing in the Europa League next year. Which I know the Europa League is not the Champions League, but I think West Ham would rather have some European play in that new Olympic stadium than, than none. No doubt. And so I'm giving the Jerome Award this week to Diafra Sacco for his two misses. Uh, the, the second one especially. You just, have an open net. Just get it past the keeper. Wow. Get it past the keeper. There's nothing between you and the net except the keeper. Just get it around the Shea keeper. shay Given has
1: to speed over in his hover round. He has to <laughs> wheel over there in whatever, whatever mechanized chair he's in the old man and he gets the block. it was a huge save <laughs> yeah he did Terrible. at that point they did deserve whatever yeah. they got after it yeah yeah they deserved nothing
0: West Brom won Liverpool won in what was probably the most predictable goal of the day Rondon scoring for the for the baggies Jordan 9 puts in the equalizer for Liverpool and that was it for this one. Liverpool resting most of their starters, which made it difficult for some fantasy owners who didn't have enough bench players to overco- overcome that. And uh, But they were all being rested for this Wednesday's Europa League final. I definitely.
2: I mean, they weren't improving their place on the table. It meant nothing. The you only didn't... thing that matters is this point. And,
0: Scott, I know you're giddy for this. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for the final. Let me, let me just say this about this, this particular match first, though. Jordan Ives' goal in the 23rd minute was the last shot on target in this match. Wow. Crazy. Crazy stuff. You don't want to give Rondon... I mean, I know it was meaningless, and I know St.
1: Totteringham, they made made it really wasteful for Tottenham. Yeah. The most wasteful yet again. He had... Forty shots. <laughs> Rondon, did you see him celebrate early because he thought his flicked Shut on up. header was going in, and he celebrated early, and it and it would worked, and then in mid celebration he had to like body correct to try to get his shot back in again, which oh he then sailed gosh. over the. Over That's just the so net. baggy. Like, what's more, what's more
2: baggy in West Brom than? Scoring one goal and that's
1: it. That's it. That is that. One, the, that's one why nothing I, or one one games. I I demand that that is your life if you are a fan <laughs> oh of gosh. West Bromwich Albion. One <laughs> like, or none. Why can't that conceding team, one or none? Why can't Good that luck team get relegated? It.
0: No uh, defense.
1: I mean, I would love to defense. see
0: that team get relegated. I mean, that
2: that that. that by far, the most—they're bo- more boring than
0: the villa. That's Tony Pulis. I mean, that's when when you're talking about bad Stoke, you're you're hearkening back to the Pulis days. That's just his bad, style. Bad baggies is what next season I'm sure, going to be. Sure, sure. Well, he's in a little bit of danger to keep his job. I, he'll probably stay, but it's not guaranteed at this point. He has a meeting this week with the club's chairman. I, you know, it's interesting. I. But what what are they to expect? I don't know. What's, West what's your Brom goal? What's your goal, I guess? Is your goal just to stay in the league? Because if so, Pulis is a great manager. Well, I mean, yes, he'll bore you to tears, but you're going to accomplish your goal.
2: The best they could ever do is finish in the top seven at West Brom.
0: That, I mean... That, so Pulis is your guy, then? Listen... Not because you cannot everyone, finish below 17. What,
2: is West Brom's owners now expect, after Leicester's done this, all the, the small to lower table teams are going to think that oh my gosh, we have a shot at this. Now, what we saw this year, I'll be surprised if it ever happens again. Well, but
0: that is the question. Did Lester put guys like Tony Pulis out of jobs? Out of a job. Because now anyone should be able to go for the league. There shouldn't have to be this this managerial level where I'm the guy that will keep you up. I think
2: there's going to be owners like Dan Snyder and Jerry Jones in the Premier League who are going to do that. I think the smart owners won't. To be clear,
0: you're referencing a couple of NFL owners yes, who spend yes. big. Okay. That's right. right.
2: Yeah. yeah, thank you for, for clarifying. I, I think there will be some owners that will. Uh, Roman Abramovich is probably one of those guys um, who has shown that he loves to go through managers every two years or less.
0: Or, or, yeah. <laughs> or less. <laughs> yeah. Two this um, year.
2: So anyways, that's, that's yeah. my opinion.
1: Maybe their team slogan is content to be middling.
0: <laughs> In the Midlands,
1: I like that. And they that could be middling in the Midlands. And they and they when they exit the tunnel, there's like a there's like a a team napkin or something that they each. Yeah, but they have to touch the they have to touch the middle of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. They tap the middle of the napkin
1: or not. Trevor, however you feel, guys, today. If you if you
0: feel like it, go ahead, touch it. All right. (laughs) Watford two, Sunderland two. Sebastian Prodel. Have never discussed him on this podcast and probably won't ever again. He puts in the gold. Troy Deeney with a PK. Uh, Jack the Rodwell. Black Cats respond. To Jack, Jack Rodwell. Rodwell.
2: Somehow and still holding on to a job. Wasteful, wasteful,
0: wasteful.
1: Wasteful guy.
2: That's about all I got to say about that. Listen, this one. <laughs> Defoe,
1: uh... <laughs> out. Van Onholt out. How do I know that? Because you have done zeroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sunderland zero's should, to end
1: my season.
0: Sunderland should have won this match four one. Three bad refereeing decisions, one each by the referee Kevin Friend and both linesmen. Uh, made they they cost either cost Sunderland goals or it was what led to Watford's PK. Mm. Uh, three bad refereeing decisions. The only thing I, I was so furious last night as I was prepping for this match. The yeah. only thing that that helped me was that Sunderland wasn't fighting for relegation still in this match. If they're still fighting for relegation and this result 2-2 puts them down into the championship next year, you would be hearing... We would have started the podcast with oh, this bad. match. Yeah. It, it's, we're, I, we can only be thankful that their terrible decisions did not cost Scott, them. Scott, tell me what really matters to you in this match. Today. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that Watford is getting rid of their manager. Kike Flores. Yes, they finished 13th. Yes, they were top half. They were actually, I think, as high as 7th? 6th. 6th in the table in the first half of the year. And uh, Igalo and Dini were pouring in the goals, especially Igalo. And then as Igalo fell off the earth uh, in terms of his form, so did did the the club as a whole. And they ended up finishing 13th. There was not a lot of fun around that club in the second half of the year. I get that. However, you're Watford. You are Watford, and your first-year manager with your club that's in the league for the first year uh, after getting promoted last season from the championship, they easily stayed up. They, you, you, ha- you, you basically coasted to 13th position in the league in your first year in the EPL, and your manager's got to go. That doesn't make any sense. I have never wanted a club to be relegated so badly as I do want Watford relegated next year because I want those stupid censorship owners to understand what it is that they're losing this year. Yeah. Plus, I'm going to be sad to see his scarves go.
2: Yeah, I know. He is by far the coolest, coolest cat on the field. I had the idea that it would be great to have
0: one trendy... Spanish manager replaced by another even more trendy Spanish manager. Of course, I'm speaking about
2: Flores for Everton. Let's oh, make this happen. man, listen. You, Scott, you make a valid point. It's just like the you West expe- Brom owners. What, what, what do you are your expectations? Expect- what do you
0: expect him to do? He got you, he kept you in the league. 13th place is not terrible in your first year in the league.
1: Cagallo's gone. It, Dini's going to be really good for Leicester City next
0: year. He's not leaving I mean, I mean, Watford. I'm sure he is. Yes. is not leaving Watford. Deedee's not leaving Eagala Watford. Egala might be. He, he uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't. I, I doubt he leaves, but they do need someone else. They do need someone else up front. And, uh, I mean, Watford got 13th. With eleven guys, maybe the exception of Deeni, that you had never heard of until yeah. the season started. Yeah, we didn't know any, any of these guys when the season. I knew Troy Deeni because of this crazy goal that I actually posted on uh, on our Twitter account a few weeks ago. Um, it was actually a promotion playoff match between Leicester and Watford. That Watford won. It was crazy. Anyway, Deeney scored that goal. That's when I first started to hear about him. I saw that.
2: Yeah, that was a crazy. It that was a long punt from the goalkeeper. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh man, Al- Almunia. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, former Ar- Arsenal. Yeah, keeper. I knew. Um, anyway. I think that these owners have unrealistic expectations. Flores, is a he did a great job with this club, and sure. I, hope, I hope that he finds a different club next Only year. Only eight different players scored for Watford this year. Yeah, and unfortunately, Gallo could not find the net for so long. I couldn't though. agree with you more, Scott. All right, I had more I wanted to say, but let's go to the next one. Everton, three, Norwich, nil. Not even terrible Everton <laughs> could avoid putting three past Norwich. Uh, the goals from James McCarthy, Leighton Baines on a PK, and Kevin Morales. Tim Howard finishes his Premier League career with a clean shoot. Ten years at Everton for Tim Howard.
2: The stalwart American who succeeded in Europe before pretty much anyone else. Yep, that's with exactly right. Excellent success. That's right. And it probably paved the way for DeAndre Yedlin, Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, and the other European. Uh, Americans playing their soccer in in Europe, man. That's um, yeah. Hey, Tim Howard, salute to you. Hats mm-hmm. off, man. Hat is off. He's absolutely. the best
1: American soccer player
0: of all is time. Now or ever? Ever. As a uh, best American soccer yeah, player, do maybe.
1: Ca- do you count him? Do you count goalies in there? Goalkeepers.
2: As if you look at impact players. Listen, there are games.
0: Club history or are we talking international play? Any
1: international play of any kind. Just playing America. No, I, I think he is. I think he is. Um,
0: how, how many games did he keep America in games where we should never have been in? Because the pinnacle of his career was that Belgium match, even though we lost. It was like sixteen yeah, saves. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I know. So yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I'm inclined to say this right? might be the fallacy of the recent uh, in true. my head, but I, honestly, I'm inclined to say that that's true. Though I'm inclined to say Tim Howard is probably. He, uh, he did pave some roads for some other guys. Um, I think DeAndre Edlin's going to be great in Sunderland. Absolutely. For some time, if if the not other clubs. The more playing time he got, the better he got. Absolutely right. There's never even a question by the end of the year that he was going to be starting, which is a big deal. Yeah. A very big deal. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Uh, I, but I think I think Tim Howard. I think he, if he's not one, he's two. Like he's he's up there. There's no doubt about it. Well, that's a wrap on the season. As we mentioned, United and Bournemouth will play uh, after the recording of this pod. But with that match, our season comes to an end. Official season.
2: Yep. Yeah. Now the... uh, I mean, technically, we'll head to the off-season. Now the off-season begins. And this podcast isn't slowing down. But let me tell you something. The off-season oftentimes is filled with more juice and rumors (laughs) than the regular season. It's going to be fun. I'm excited about it. we got some great tournaments this summer. Copa America coming up here in the U.S., and with the Euros coming up, uh, you know, less than a month. I know. Once we get past the Champions
0: League final, it's almost Euro
2: time. It's gonna. There's gonna be a lot of games to talk about. Yep. Now, a lot of it might not be f- fantasy related. We might have some shows that are more fantasy related than others. But just discussing the games and watching them, it's almost gonna be like there's not a there's not a summer break, and that's uh, that's fun.
0: That's fun for me. That's right. I yeah. love it. Love it, love it. And there'll be plenty to talk about because uh, all seven of Brian's clubs will spend money. Yes, we have a lot
1: going on this yeah. summer
0: with our <laughs> with our transfers. That's right.
2: No, not seven, Scott. At least six. We lost Newcastle to the championship. Oh, yeah, that's true. So
1: that's
0: oh, unfortunate. Man, that that yeah that that hurts a bit. But Arsenal, they've already spent. Liverpool is definitely going to spend. There's, there's going to be stuff for us. We're going to be invested in the summer. So these podcasts are going to roll right along. Keep listening with uh, to us during the summer. Absolutely.
2: And as always, you can follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Soccer FC and on Facebook Fantasy Soccer FC as well. You
0: gotta check out that Pedro mask. Not really his mask, but what we what we think his mask reached, is. Yeah, in yeah. our minds, close it is enough. enough. Yeah, close enough. It is close enough.
2: enough. It's crazy. Listen, we love the, we love feedback. And we love input, so please message and communicate with us in those medians. Until next time.